Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. Today, we are talking about the seven deadly sins of picking up women. You've heard of the seven deadly sins in general, right? But this is the uh, women's edition. What are you doing wrong? Why are you struggling? Let's dive into some things that just could be deal killers right off the bat, right? I mean, you struggle, and until you get comfortable in your own own skin, dating can be a challenge. So are you doing things that give you the boot before you even start? Don't let this be you. We're going to dive into this. All right, but before we do, if you happen to have missed last week's show, so easy to find. All you have to do is go to my mobile app, same same name as the show, The Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. That's The Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. And get my mobile app. It's available on the iTunes Store as well as Google Play. And you can catch up on last week's show or any and all of my archive shows um, on demand. And you can do a little binge listening if you're a new listener and get caught up. So um, last week we were talking about mosting. Here today, gone tomorrow. I think we've all been a victim of this. I've, I've certainly been a victim of it. Mosting is the latest dating lunacy that you're going to encounter. It's when someone that you meet online comes on very strong, often proclaiming feelings and an amazing, and having an amazing connection with you only to get ghosted later on. In other words, they're doing the most to get your attention and affection, but also doing the most to disappear like a thief in the night the following day. All right, so that's mosting. You can also hear us, if you haven't downloaded my free mobile app, you can also hear us on SoundCloud and TuneIn uh, to get to check out the archive. All right, so let's hop back into today's topic. We're talking about the seven deadly sins of picking up women. I wanted to give a shout-out to my friend, David Talker, for uh, mentioning this topic. Thank you so much, David. And by the way, you also can make a show recommendation if it's a topic or a subject that you want me to talk about, or perhaps um, you want me to interview a particular guest. So easy to do. Go on my Facebook fan page. That's the same name as the show, The Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross, and either write on my wall or send me a private message, and um, we'll make that happen, right? Okay. All right. So today's topic. So what are some absolute no-nos for uh, dating? What is going to, you know, you're just going to shoot yourself in the foot, so... You know, let's let's make this happen. What what's going on out there in the dating world, right? Okay. Oh, I just got to look at something really quick. Okay. Um, so one thing that you're you're probably going to make a big mistake on is being submissive. So now, when you're submissive, you are submitting to someone else's will, which means that you put your own desires lower than theirs. By by the way, submission is typically a female trait. So if you guys find yourself being submissive, this is kind of going against the grain of your gender. 
Um, probably the reason why you're doing this is because you were probably raised by a single mom. And like I say, this is an okay behavior and acceptable behavior and a natural behavior for women. It is not natural for men to come from this place. So if you didn't have a strong male influence, it's probably why you're being submissive. This should not be the case. The, the guy should be the leader. He should be the risk taker. He should be making the first moves. It doesn't matter what the consequences are. If you don't get in the habit of being that risk taker, dating's not going to get you all that far. You know, if you're sitting around waiting for her to um, hit you up, I don't think you're going to have a very successful life because most women, despite what they say, really are not into this type of behavior. They're not into submissive behavior. In fact, it is a huge turn off, okay? And and the reason why is biologically speaking, women are prone to find a guy who's confident. And the reason for that is in nature, in general, nature made men bigger, badder, stronger, faster than women are to help protect women and children. So if there is an animal, a threatening animal that came into the camp, they're looking to the men in the village to take care of that threat, to take care of the animal and so that the women and children don't die because they're not as strong as you guys are. So inherently speaking, being submissive is a very strong turnoff quality. So whatever got you into that state of being, you need to check it right out of your mind and start taking the first move, start being I don't know if aggressive is the right word, but stop, start being more confident because that's what women are looking for is confidence. So they want to experience uh, with, with confidence comes dominance, and that's what they want. The dominance is actually an opposite term than submission. So you want to say your words, take your actions, and have them stick, okay? You don't want her to question your behavior because if she's questioning it, she's probably not going to fall in love with you. She's probably not going to be physically attracted to you because there will be another man who does take that confident role and take it to the next level, and that's what charges her batteries, okay? All right, so... Your pickup should consist of you allowing the girl your the, allowing the girl you're picking up to yield to your dominance, which is what she wants by nature. Okay, if she's not doing it, if she's not yielding to you, you're not doing it right. There's something that's turning her off that's not making her yield. And especially if you get into a fighting match to where you're in competition with each other and she's trying to one-up you or whatever, that's that's completely not going to work. I mean, then you're just, you might as well be, you know, arguing or fighting with, a, with another guy because um, if you've gone down that path where she's one-upping you, it's not going to work. It means that she's not attracted to you. Okay, so 
submissive men, unfortunately, t today are in super abundance. So you will not stand out or spark any attraction by taking on the role of being a submissive man. In fact, submissive men get sent straight to the friend zone by attractive women who have who do have other options so when picking up a woman you should ask you should ask yourself am i leading and and uh, taking control of the frame and the interaction or am i just being passive meaning being submissive so if you're not taking the lead if you don't know what direction uh, this conversation or relationship is going, yeah, that means that you're not taking the lead, right? So you've got to get away from that mindset and do actions that lead you down the correct path. All right. If you've just joined us, you're currently listening to the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. Today we are talking about the seven deadly sins of picking up women. Are there things that you are doing that shoot yourself in the foot right away before you even get started? Yes, there are those things. And let's take a look and see if we can correct some of them. So call us at 951-922-3532. Again, that number is 951 922 3532. We'll catch you right back after the break. And when we come back from the break, we're going to talk about being insecure. Hey guys, do you have a nagging problem that you just can't get a handle on? Now you can talk to an expert coach right in the privacy of your own home. Meet in person, over the phone, or with a free Skype call anywhere in the world. Linda is here to make it easy for you. Linda Gross has done years of academic research combined with interviewing over 20,000 men. Linda's expert advice gets you through tackling relationship issues, business goals, conflict resolution, and removing lifetime roadblocks that have kept you back, usually handled in four sessions or less. Realize the benefits now. Go to the Men's Advocate page slash coaching and you'll be on your way. That's themensadvocate.com slash coaching. You've heard her on the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. How can you help further? From her Facebook fan page of the same name. Hit the Shop Now button and save this link to your favorites. Make all your usual Amazon purchases, and some of the revenue will support her show at no additional cost to you. No book purchase required. Just start with this link every time. The Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross thanks you. The Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. We will be discussing men's issues, dating, relationships, sex, women, fitness, health, business, men's hobbies, men's rights, and more. She will be talking about excerpts from her men's book, Mastering Women, too. Google KMET Advocate and save to your favorites every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time. We proudly rejoin our programming with The Men's Advocate Show with your host, Linda Gross. On KMET, 1490 AM, Smart Talk. Welcome back, everybody. You're currently listening to the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. Today, we are talking about the seven deadly sins of picking up women. 
All right. So what are some of those signs? Are you shooting yourself in the foot, not being successful with women? Have you got old and bad habits that just plain aren't working? So here's what we're going to do to correct those things. And, um, yeah, we're good. that's what we're talking about today. So um, the next one is you are insecure. So who exactly is that going to help? being insecure, right? I mean, you know, you might be insecure, but the cure to this is you've got to find ways to develop confidence. And as I write in my my book, Mastering Women, the real truth about women that will change your life forever, probably most of the book is devoted to this uh, idea and notion of confidence so if you're being insecure i can't really see how that's going to serve you and if anything it's just a deadly sin you might as well just put the nail on the coffin because it's just not going to work women do not like men who are insecure so one of the best ways that you can attain uh, security is to be good at something you only need like one or two things to be good at, okay? But you need to be good at something. And it doesn't even have to be good have to be good with the girls. You just need to be good at something, okay? So um, it could be maybe you're really good at a particular sport. Maybe you're, you know, good with music. Maybe you're good with, um, you know, financial data. Maybe you're good with the stock market. Maybe you're good with... Um, cooking or whatever it is, gardening, whatever it is that you like to do, just build on that, you know, because you will then um, develop the confidence that makes you have that inner strength, what I call quiet confidence, okay? So that's, that's what it's going to take to make you feel better, right? So, yeah. So just make that happen, practice that skill, do it for at least an hour a week, more if you can. If you can bump it up to an hour a day, that would be really great. So when you're finally talking to women, that's when it's going to um, you know, spill over to your interaction with women. So being confident in a certain area will get you to be confident with women, and that's what you want, right? Okay, so displaying your insecurities is unattractive to women. Nobody wants to hang out with the insecure person, and no hot chick wants to be with an insecure man. So if you're insecure about your looks, your personality, or anything about yourself, you must either learn how to fix it or ignore it. I say ignoring it probably doesn't work you have to learn how to fix it so um yeah make that happen figure out get to the core of it maybe you have to hire a coach maybe you have to hire a trainer maybe you have to um get with an expert or a mentor in the area that you don't feel confident in you know maybe you have to get with somebody who knows more than you and get this area fixed and cleaned up once and for all so yeah so 
I would say try to fix it if you can. So the reality is women have their own insecurities to worry about. So the last thing they need um, is a man who is more insecure than they are. So just imagine a superhero walking around and bitching about his insecurities. Now, that would be as lame as heck. Now, never complain or whine about anything. If you've got something to whine about, look at it as an opportunity to fix that area in your life. So you can turn that around, right? Okay. So there's no value value uh, vested in whining and complaining, and especially don't do this around chicks. I mean, you might whine and complain to yourself, but it should stop and end there. And like I say, take the steps to make that area of your life better or resolved, right? So as humans, of course, we all have our insecurities and no one is perfect. But what you don't want to do is to display your insecurities. So you keep your insecurities to yourself or, or better yet, just, like I say, get rid of them. Work on yourself. It's worth the investment, and you should get this done. All right, I think we have a uh, caller on the line. Welcome, Steve, to the show. How are you? I'm okay, Linda. Thank you. How are you today? I'm good. Thank you. How can I help? Good. I have a question about something, and I'm, I'm not sure. Is it, is it, is it all right for a man to actually cry in front of a woman. What's your thoughts on that? You know, it's an interesting topic. I do write about that in my book, Mastering Women, and I would say no. Uh, during the initial stages of dating, no. Uh -huh. She's looking for a strong, confident man, and I would uh -huh. say I would hold off on it for at least 90 days. Is it okay to okay. cry you know, any time, of course it is. But during the initial stages of dating, she's looking for someone who has strength. And right. despite women saying again and again and again, oh, I love a sensitive man. I love a man who cries at the movies. I love a man who cries this and that. Holy cow. Uh -huh. You should hear how they talk in the bathroom once they've uh, left the table and you've got five or six girls talking in the bathroom chewing you guys the heck out so i don't want mm -hmm. that to be you i mean are there exceptions to that rule sure of course you just lost your mother you just lost your grandmother maybe your favorite team it took them 30 years to get to uh, the playoffs and they lost it at the last minute and didn't win those might be some suitable exceptions to the rule but in general i'm gonna say no just hold wait until she's she's uh that you've earned the confidence badge with her, and then you can open up a little bit more after that juncture. What is your specific situation? Why, why are you asking this question? Uh, well, I... I mean, without, uh, like, without getting too detailed, but... No, it, no, I know. I know lately my eyes have been watering. Ah, hell of a... I, I have been crying, yeah, and uh, about someone who I've told you about before in the past. Yeah. And, uh... And um, let me ask you another question. Is there really such thing as love at first sight? Do you, do you believe in love at first sight? With people, I mean. <laughs> as opposed to animals? Um, yeah, I believe in love at first sight, of course. It's a real thing, isn't it? I think it's a real thing, yes. 
think so, too. I'm 56 years young, and it's happened to me only twice in my whole life. The first time was with Elizabeth. The second time was almost two years ago with Lee. Uh-huh. Well, then you're you know. lucky twice over, because I think a lot of men haven't experienced that at all. So good for you. Thank you. Thank not, not only men, but I think a lot of people in general haven't experienced that at all. So, yeah, good for you. So tell me the, the crying thing. Do you think that that's going to benefit or earn you some brownie points, and that's why you want to go ahead with it, or what, what's your what's the logic there? No, I'm looking. I'm not looking to score points, brownie points, or anything like that. But uh, um, I don't know. I've, I I I I'm not sure. Uh, what do women think? Do they think it's sweet and 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 kind and 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 that the, the guy is sensitive because I'm a very sensitive man. I am. I always have. They will tell you, know, you to your face that it's sweet and kind, and they think you're being sensitive. That's what they tell you to your face. But in reality, they will mock you in the bathroom, or as soon as they leave you from being in a face-to-face -face situation, they're on their girlfriends or on their cell phones or whatever mocking you. So... Um, unfortunately, it's it's uh, they're not being truthful with you. Right. I wouldn't. I would not want a woman like that. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Yeah. I really wouldn't. But uh, but I um I I, I I feel like I messed up bad. I mean, I always I feel like I can't make a right decision to save my freaking life. Yeah. Well, yeah, you have to listen to today's show because we're going over uh, some of these things uh, as to what really, you know, shoots a guy in the foot before he has he before he even starts, pretty much. So um, I would say, despite what they say, I would lay off the crying and lay off being sensitive. You can show these uh, tendencies or these behaviors after the 90-day period, but those first 90 days. No, you keep those to yourself. It's it's not going to work in your favor. In private, I do that in private. I even make sure uh, my 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 roommate and friend isn't uh, uh, here when I do that. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, you know, I mean, very few girls are going to say what they really mean. Very few are going to say, you know, it makes me uncomfortable when you cry or when you be sensitive because I'm looking to a guy that I can look up to and who has strength because I as the girl have insecurities and I as the girl want to cry over certain things so I'm looking for a guy who's stronger than I am that can you know ease me through all my feelings and emotions now very few girls are going to talk like that but that's what they really should be saying that I don't feel comfortable when the guy cries, and here's the reason why. So, that's my two cents. Yeah. And uh, I'm also I'm also wondering how how I mean how long should, does the does the guy have to wait, or she or should he wait for the girl to say it first if she feels that way about if they love him or not? No, the guy should always be the first one. And the reason why is because you guys are on two totally different time timetables. Um, most women know whether they, they like you or not in five minutes. Most men 
know whether they like the girl or not in 90 days. So there's no freaking way you should let the girl go first. She knows that answer in five minutes. So no, you have to do the slower of the two timetables, which is the guy's timetable. So in that sense, the guy should go first. I've had, um, you know, when I wrote my book, I interviewed, in addition to the academic research, I interviewed over 20,000 guys. And I had guys who said, you know, that the, that the woman professed their love first or even that the woman went so far and proposed first. Every single one of those guys ended up cheating. And every single one said that if it were left up to them, they would have not have gotten married. It wasn't on their timetable, and they married the woman for other reasons. Um, the, one of the reasons that came up frequently is they married the woman for her money. They weren't necessarily, you know, sexually or physically inclined um, or drawn to this person because of her personality or her background or character or morals or whatever. They married for reasons other than love. These men married for reasons other than love. And to, if they were to do things over again, they would not be with this woman. So why have that, that horrible, ugly dynamic going on? I say no. You know, if the guy's not ready, the guy's not feeling it, then he should move on to another girl where he is feeling it. Mm-hmm. I see. Well, I really don't you know, want anyone else. I know it's the easy thing to do today is to, you know, hook up with her because, you know, she's got money or she's got means or the guy thinks that he's going to have easy street. But come on. I mean, what, what does that do for a guy's, you know, self-confidence? Not very much. Them look bad. Yeah, makes them look bad. It's sort of like lottery mentality. Oh, I'm going to spend five bu- five bucks on the lottery because I think today I'm going to be the lucky winner. I'm going to be the one that that wins the lottery. Now, are there people who win the lottery? Of course, but your odds are so far against you. Why would you go there? Like, why not do something that is really going to be more self-serving and more beneficial to you in the long run? Don't hear me. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I wouldn't care if Lee had money or not. I want her because I love her. Not 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 what she has or what she doesn't have. Right. I fell in love and, with her and I'm and I'm and I'm still there. Nothing's changed. August third will be the, the second anniversary that I first saw her and heard her. Mm-hmm. And so I even remember the date. Yeah. I think in your case, since both of these relationships are pretty much sealed up and done and over with, I would do my best efforts to leave these relationships in the past because they're not serving you with future women. If you're still hung up on one or two women from the past, you know, what's the new girl going to think? She's going to think she's chopped liver, like she doesn't have your undivided attention. And that's a deadly sin, too, because most women are attention magnets. They want to feel like they're the most important woman on earth. And if the guy doesn't make them feel that way, they're not going to be into you. I got to speak up and and, and do things and get things done. I got to get my ass going. Right. And actually, if you don't, if you haven't figured out a way to let these two women go in your life, 
There's a chapter in the book on that, too, and it's called DT's Detox. It tells you exactly how to let this relationship go. I'm not saying to forget it because that doesn't work, but you have to come to a resolution in your mind and in your heart so you can let her go. It's not until you let her go that you will allow someone um, in your heart, some new person in your heart to come in. Uh-huh. In my heart, I can't get her out of my heart or off of my, or, or, or out of my mind or off my mind. I know, so that's you need to read the book. You need to read that chapter. It's called uh, DT's Detox. Don't you think? I mean, don't you want to finally move on and find somebody who does want to be with you? No. Somebody that you're in love with and does want to be with you? I mean, obviously, these two women don't want to be with you. Otherwise, they would be with you. (laughs) Okay. Okay, Linda. Well, thank you. All right. Thanks for calling, Steve. We'll talk to you again. Okay, everybody. So let's hop back into our topic here. Uh, We're talking the seven deadly sins of talking to women. What's going on here? Um, You know, the next one is being too serious. So is this something that, uh, you know, you're guilty of? I don't know if this one is a deal killer for men. You know, I know women say they want a guy who makes them laugh and is lighthearted, but I think a little bit of seriousness is good for a man. I think it is absolutely a deal killer if the woman is too serious because that way the man feels like he's in competition with her and that he's got another man. It's man man to man relationship rather than a male to female relationship. But is it that terrible? to be too serious with regard to being a guy, I don't think it's that terrible. I mean, go ahead and be serious some of the time. You know, 20 to 40% of the time, I think it's fine. I think it might translate to her that you're legit. And women like that. Women uh, like that you're, you're solid, that perhaps you have a career or that you have a goal in mind that you're going to accomplish or you've got... You know, you've got a checklist and you're making things happen. I mean, in a way, being too serious kind of is, you know, you're planning, which is a, it, these are all great attributes to have as a guy. So I'm going to disagree on this one that it's a negative for a guy to be too serious. Um, you know, it's saying that the uh, girls just want to have fun. Not really. I mean, girls want a guy that's legit. You know, I think men want the girls to just have fun. That part is true. But, you know, the gender thing doesn't go both ways. I think it's fine to be serious as a guy some of the time. So I would say carry on. All right. Next up, being too self-conscious. Oh, boy. This one will get you into trouble. Now, if you want to be good at uh, talking to girls, then you must learn how to get out of your head and live in the moment. Oh, my gosh. I, I can't tell you the amount of guys I have talked to that, you know, do this. And what it means to me when you're too self-conscious about something, it means that you're selfish. It means that you're not noticing her. You're not present. You're not part of the conversation. 
and she feels like she's left out in the cold. No girl wants to feel like they're left out in the cold. They want to feel like they are the center of attention. And when you're too wrapped up in your insecurities or your baldness or your height or like whatever it is that that you're being self-absorbed with, it makes her feel less important, wants to feel less important. So this behavior absolutely isn't going to be doing you any favors and you need to knock this one out right away. So whatever you're so self-absorbed with, again, you need to take steps to, to heal yourself and get past it because it's absolutely not doing you any favors with the girls. All right, next up, being cheap. All right, so... There's a common misconception that women want men who have money, that money is just going to do it for you. Um, those of you who have read my book, Mastering Women, you will notice that there isn't even one chapter on money because I think this is a myth. I think it's a lie that women go after money. Um, now, if you're talking about a gold digger, of course, you know, part of the definition of being a gold digger is that you're going after the money. But do you really want to be with a gold digger? Of course you don't. So let's talk about the 90% of the population that aren't gold diggers. So are they going after money? No. So what they are going after is what the money represents. So it usually represents a guy who is confident, established, good at what he does. And when when he excels and he's a risk tape taker and he is self-reliant and all these wonderful attributes, then if he applies himself, the money will come. So it's not the money itself. It's what the money represents. So how does this apply to dating? Okay, so as a guy... You can be cheap, you know, when it comes to dating. So is that a turnoff? Of course it's a turnoff. But here's what I say to that. If you don't have the money to date lavishly, and by the way, I do not recommend that you date lavishly, especially in the beginning stages, especially on a first date. No $200 dates on a first date. Don't do that. Do something simple, maybe go out for a cocktail, make it easy. The first date should just be a meet and greet. That being said, figure out what your budget is and don't be cheap, you know, when you go on the date. So if you've got a $20 budget or a $50 budget, do something that makes you appear to be generous within that budget. So... You know, if your budget is $20, then maybe you go out for ice cream because that's what your budget allows. You don't try to um, order a $20 meal and then ask her to pay the other half because that's kind of rude unless you've set up the stage that way in advance. So, you know, do what is in your budget and make it appear that you have more than enough money to cover the date. Um, I went on a first date once and the guy ordered, uh, from the happy hour menu and he ordered sliders 
And he ended up, and as you know, a slider is very small anyway. It's like less than two inches, let's say. And he ended up cutting all three of those little slider hamburgers in fours. So now he has uh, three times four, so he has 12 pieces, let's say. And it just made him look like he was on his last dime. I mean, don't do that. I mean... Probably the hamburger is, okay, 7 bucks or whatever it was, and the sliders were on happy hour pricing, which was 5 bucks. But if you're going to order from the happy hour menu, don't cut it up and make yourself look cheap. Just, you know, hand, manhandle the burger, put it in your mouth, take, take a good-sized bite and be done with it. No knife and fork with the hamburger. I mean, don't, don't do these extra silly little things that are going to make you look cheap okay by the way that's another thing that you can do if you're on a tight budget is to use the happy hour menu oftentimes the food is less expensive the drinks are less expensive and you can look like you know you're rolling and having a good time without spending a lot of money all right next up next up is being timid now this isn't going to work with most girls and the reason why is it, it, again, it goes to the lack of confidence thing. Now, you might be shy, but the best way to get over your shyness is to practice, 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 just like anything else. Let's say you pick up guitar. The guitar isn't going to play by itself. You've got to practice, right, to get better at it. Same thing happens with, with the girls. So being timid and expecting and hoping and praying that she's going to come to you really isn't going to work. So how do you break yourself from this? And if you read that chapter in my book, Mastering Women, the best way to do it is talk to 10 women per day. I recommend do not talk in the beginning stages. Do not talk to seven, eights, and nines in the beginning. Talk to somebody whom you would feel comfortable with, who whom you would approach and you won't be shy with, and it because it doesn't matter. So go talk to the four, fives, and sixes because your guard is down, you're a little bit more relaxed, and you're going to get the job done. So talk to somebody who's accessible. Now, this person does not have to be date material. It could be anyone and everyone but you need to practice 10 times a day um it could be you know the girl at the gas station it could be the the cashier at the 7-eleven it could be um you know the girl at the bus stop could be any girl anywhere it could be you're walking your dog and you see another girl does not have to be somebody who's a seven eight or nine and somebody you're dying to date because you need the practice. You need to get them to smile. You need to get them to laugh. You need to get them to nod. You need to get them to say hello. That's your job. That's the mission of this particular practice, okay? So when you're in practice with 10 women a day, and if you can get a positive response out of these 10 women, um, I don't want you to ask them out on a date. I just want you to practice feeling comfortable in your own skin, practice feeling comfortable being around women, because that way, if you do it every single day for at least two to three months, then 
when you do find somebody that you want to date, you won't be in shock. You won't be tongue-tied, and it will come more naturally. You'll know what you want to say. You'll get to the point, and it will be all good, right? So don't be the timid person. You need to take steps to work yourself away from this. All right, let's take a quick little break here. You're currently listening to The Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. We are talking today about the seven deadly sins of picking up women. You can call us on this topic, 951-922-3532. Again, that number is 951-922-3532. We're talking about you know, seven deadly sins. And when we come back from the break, we're going to be talking about impatience. Is that helping you or hurting you? Let's catch back after the break. You've had a long day. You just want to escape the world, and you know just the place to do it. Round up your mates and head over to Henson Brewing Company, Burbank's premier craft brewery. Quality, complexity, and always easy to drink. We're open now. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Untapped. Henson Brewing Company, Burbank, California. Hi, guys. You've heard her on the Men's Advocate Show. Linda Gross wants you to know what turns a woman on and makes her go wild so she just can't help herself. Check out Linda's book, Mastering Women, Real Truth About Women That'll Change Your Life Forever. Linda gives you all the insider tips on how to catch a woman and, if you want, to keep her. In four easy steps, these proven techniques will make women just melt. Ever wonder why the girl you really liked seemed to be great when you met, then all of a sudden just goes cold on you and turns you off? Linda will also let you know what not to do on a date. Never blow it again by losing another hot woman. You don't have to be good looking or even have money. Her book, Mastering Women, is available in paperback and ebook. Men, Linda's on your side. So buy her book, Mastering Women. Buy it for now. And don't keep your women waiting another minute. Get Mastering Women today. You've heard her on the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. How can you help further? From her Facebook fan page of the same name. Hit the Shop Now button and save this link to your favorites. Make all your usual Amazon purchases, and some of the revenue will support her show at no additional cost to you. No book purchase required. Just start with this link every time. The Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross thanks you. Now back to the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross on KMET 1490 AM. Where men can be men. Welcome back, everybody. You're currently listening to the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. Today, we are talking about the seven deadly sins of picking up women. Before we get back into today's topic, I want I want to let you know that there's lots of ways that you can show your love and support the show. What you can do is listen, call, like my fan page, follow, comment, share, tell a friend, start with my Amazon link, 
download my app and buy my book on Amazon. Those are all ways that you can support the show. And also, I'd like you to come visit Burbank, California, Burbank's newest brewery, Henson Brewing Company. We are now open. We're open Thursday through Sunday, and we have a lot of fun activities that are going to be planned for you. Uh, in addition to fabulous beer tasting, we will be having on uh, comedians and magicians and crafts and music and all kinds of fun events, uh, painting classes. So make that happen. Happen. Check us out. We do have a Facebook fan page as well as our website. Uh, the fan page is forward slash Henson Brewing. And the uh, website is also uh, www.hensonbrewing.com. So check us out. Our beer, beer menu is on the uh, Facebook fan page, and you can see what is happening. All right, let's head back over to today's topic. We're talking about what are you doing wrong? What are you inherently doing wrong that isn't working at all? Being impatient now. Does that serve you? Um, I think being impatient makes you feel like you're entitled, right? Nobody wants to be around somebody who feels entitled because when you have this feeling for real, like if you really do deserve whatever attribute that you're looking for, then you don't have to brag about it. You don't have to boast about it. You're not impatient. You're just solid with it, You're meaning that you're confident with that particular topic. So if you're at the point where you're being impatient, it's not a good look. It's a negative, you know, it's a negative feeling. It's a negative energy. And once again, I think being impatient speaks to your being selfish. You're self-absorbed with whatever is on your mind, and that goes against the grain of what she is looking from a partner, which is, you know, to be, she wants to be the center of attention. So don't make you be the center of attention. So in order for you to stop being impatient, you have got to finally resolve some of those issues that is making you feel this way. Like get some accomplishments under your be belt and instead of feeling like that you're impatient, then you will feel accomplished, which is a positive feeling and a positive energy. Okay. A couple of other ones that might get you in trouble. How about asking the girl, what do you do? I don't think this is such a deadly sin. I think um, the girl asking a guy, what do you do? You know, that's a, that's a deadly sin for a girl to do that because it comes off as the girl is a gold digger. If you're just asking, well, what kind of work do you do? You know, because she's wanting to calculate in her head how much money she's, he's making. So that's not a good plan if you're a, a, a woman listening to this show. Is it a bad thing? for a guy to ask the girl what do you do I mean I guess if you've like run out of topics to talk about I think it's okay just when you um, do your response just make connect with what she is saying try to see if there's something in your life that runs parallel to what she's talking about and um, 
make that connection. In fact, in my book, I call it second C, connect with her. So you want to find whatever her answer is, you want to find some commonality with what she is doing with what you currently are doing or something from your past that mirrors what she's talking about. Then I think it's okay. Uh, so I'm going to I'm going to leave this one on the list. I think it's okay. Next up they're saying, what if the guy asks too many questions? Okay. I don't think this is a deal killer either because remember it's your job to make her feel like it's the center of attention. Um uh, that, that she's the center of attention, right? So asking a lot of questions is not a deal killer. But where you might go wrong is if you make the question sound like it's an FBI interrogation and you've got the heat lamps going and, you know, sweat's coming <laughs> off of her brow. Uh, yeah, you've gone too far. So the best way to do this is to do a volley. Like you ask a question, let her answer it, and then you, your comeback question, uh, I mean, your comeback comment, you do a second C, which is to connect with her and get her on the same page as you. And then it's okay. Like before you ask another question, make sure you connect with her answer first. So I don't think this is a deal killer. Um, Discussing TV, I don't think this is a good topic. The reason why I think this might be a deal killer because men and women have uh, very different viewing habits and what turns her on absolutely is not going to turn you on. She might be into her reality program and maybe you're into your sports. So unless you have something in common in that area, I would say... I would stay off the TV subject unless it's a show that you both have interest in that you both can watch and that you enjoy. But for the most part, uh, I think you're going to have two divergent answers here. So I would say probably not to, you know, to avoid this topic. Um, is it a problem, you know, like your mother used to say, discussing politics and religion? Well, if you go back to, uh, you know, the election year, the recent election year, I guess it seriously was a problem. It divided the whole country, the two different, um, you know, policies and politics. So I would say, yeah, in the beginning stages of dating, um, yeah, it is, it is kind of a problem. Um, not listening to her, okay, that one is a huge problem. You like her for her looks. She likes you because she thinks you're listening to her. So, yes, that one would be a deal killer. All right. If you've just joined us, you're currently listening to the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. We invite you to listen each and every Wednesday right here on the same channel. We're here at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern Time. We'll see you next week on the Men's Show. Bye for now.